0: You can do it.
1: Okay. Hey, everyone. So today we are going to be talking with our good friend, Sarah Morrison. We are so excited. We are going to be talking about a word of the year, what it is, how to pick one, how it can impact your goals, all of the fun stuff. We are so excited to have her on as a guest
0: Yes, and for a little bit of background, I and Angela and I have both known Sarah since I think 2016, yep. when we were uh, earlier on in our own businesses, and so was Sarah, and so we have all kind of grown together over the past six years, become super close friends. I'm so close with Sarah. Let me tell you guys, it's not just a business thing. She and I live about three and a half hours away, and it we're so close that like I held her baby. When he was little and she drove all the way down here to visit me after I had my son. So we are definitely close friends. But not only that, we know the success Sarah has had not only in the business world, but also with her word of the year. And she's a mom of six, six, six. So she's a definite marketing mom. And we're so excited to talk to her today. Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard, and yet in today's digital world, it's more common than ever.
1: The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time?
0: Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jessie Valle.
1: And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast.
0: Hey, everyone. Today, Angela and I are so excited to welcome our good friend, Sarah Morrison. Sarah is the epitome of a marketing mom. She works full-time helping others grow their online businesses while being a mom of six. Okay, people? Six. She's a super mom. Yet, she has mastered the art of work and life balance, something we address here on the show all the time. So welcome, Sarah.
2: Hey guys, thanks so much for having me. We we're so I think excited. that um, Introduction is a little much. I don't know that I have mastered work life balance, but we try every day, don't we?
0: We do. And, you know, truth be told, because Angela and I, our, our thing here on Marketing Moms is that we talk about things realistically. And realistically, we have seasons of balance and imbalance. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. I would just then maybe I can uh, tweak it to say Sarah has mastered the art of more seasons of balance than imbalance. <laughs> I think All I've that. mastered accepting it. Um, so let me
2: give you guys will laugh. Last That's a big night, part. <laughs> my husband was working, and he came home and he, and I said, "Hey, we had corn dogs at Sonic for dinner." And he looked at me and he said, "Is that because you didn't have anything ready to you know for dinner? You didn't have anything thought out?" And I was like, "Um, no." it's because I went on the app to buy slushies after school and it told me it was half price hot, you know, corn dog day. So I I was like, well, yes, you're getting that for dinner. And no, I didn't have anything thought out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And yes, I know. I know. I I would have figured
2: it out, but yes, corn dog sounded great.
0: Hey, when I picked up my daughter from school yesterday, there was the sign that said it was spirit night at Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, Hey, I it is my duty as a it's community a member to support your school by yes. having Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I was a good human being today. But sticker to me. There you go. Um, so today Sarah has graciously agreed to come talk to us about the subject of work and life balance that we all talk about and setting attainable goals with her very special word of the year. So Sarah, can you give me like a, a quick introduction of yourself and also how old are your kids because here at marketing moms we we want to know the range
2: oh they they range a lot um so i have six children um four girls and two boys at the end they are 15 13 12 10 7 and 4 so they definitely keep me busy i work full time from home my husband is a seasonal worker. So we are a like two-parent working household right now. Um, and it has, it, he has been the main stay-at-home parent since I went back to work full-time. And so this the last couple of weeks have been interesting, uh, to say the least. But um, I started my marketing journey um, back in the day when I found myself a suddenly single mom of five trying to figure out how to support my family. And that's what, um, you know, that's how I have met Jesse during that journey and Angela during that journey. And um, I work full time in the marketing space now, but the idea of word of the year has definitely guided my professional life, you know, earlier than my I'm sorry, my personal life earlier than my professional life. And now it encompasses rather all of it.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's really cool. Um, And if I'm not mistaken, you used to also do homeschool a lot. I did. So were you homeschooling and working at the same time? Well, didn't we all do that a couple of years ago? Uh,
2: (laughs) You know, like during (laughs) the pandemic? Actually, no, I was... I was a homeschool, I was a full-time homeschooling mom. And then when I went back to work, uh, after my divorce, um, we were so blessed to find a very teensy weensy private Christian school. I like to call it homeschool outsourcing. It's basically like a one room schoolhouse, but Mm -hmm. yes, the last couple of years saw the kids back at home and So I did fall under that category of homeschooling while working full time from home, probably like the majority of the nation. And um, I did have a leg up because I'd already done it before. So I was like, all right, you know, (laughs) but I have to give a shout out to all my moms out there because I am so glad that they are back in school right now. It is a lot. So hats off to the ladies that do it all. I have to acknowledge where my
0: boundaries are and say no. (laughs) <laughs> there you go, All right, well, then let us go ahead and jump right in to talk more specifically about balance.
2: Yes, yes, well, I you know, like I said it 's something that i 'm always still working towards, I think, as all of us are. Um, the one thing that i 've implemented in my life that I know we were you were asking me about, and that 's how this conversation started is by choosing a word of the year. So it's an overall focus, not a resolution. Okay. So you say, Hey, I'm going to do such and such this year. And we all like to set those resolutions. We all like to set goals and all that, you know, stuff. And I've done that too, but I've I've chosen a word of the year since 2015. So this will be my, you know, like seventh year. Uh, choosing a word of the year. And really what it's allowed me to do is just have an overarching focus. So you can just say to yourself, this is really what I would like to focus on this year. This is really what I want to spend my time really being or doing. And it, you can check in with yourself throughout the year. There is no pass fail. There is no uh, you did it. I mean, you, you do it every single day. You can't fail at this. And I know a lot of times in mom land, you really like, Oh, well, didn't do that. And you just kind of lose momentum until like with any resolution it just drops off. Mm-hmm. And having yeah. a word of the year allows you to just, you know, have a focus every single day. And I just find it freeing, freeing.
0: Love
1: that. I've seen word of the year stuff other places. Like I I love your word of the year stuff. And I was wondering how did you come up with the idea for your version of the word of the year?
2: Well, I think, like you said, the concept has been around a while. I just am have embraced it and I'm very excited about it. So it kind of has grown even amongst my friends. Everybody now is like, what is Sarah's word going to be this year? <laughs> and so last year I put together, um, you know, some, some resources for other people to just really allow them like, hey, here's a list of words. What stands out to you? You know, and here's some different ways that you can incorporate that into your life. But um, each year for me, it is. It comes about really is just kind of taking a look back at the last year and really kind of what are kind of some goals for this upcoming year? And it's not even goals. It's just like, hey, last year, I really feel like I missed time with my kids or I really didn't focus on me so much. And I got a little burnt out, you know, so it's not like committing to something saying, well, this year, this year, I'm going to go get my nails done you know, <laughs> once every month or something. I, I almost said once a week, I literally in my head, what happened is I laughed. I was like, <laughs> I know, I know people do that. That's not me. But you know, instead of setting this goal, it's like just recognizing I would like to spend some time on self care, or I need to spend time on my heart, or, I need to spend time on my, my relationships, or, you know, that kind of thing. And so you choose a word, around that rather than an activity, rather than a goal. And
0: um so that's kind of where it starts. I have a question. So we actually recently did an episode about goal setting and we even had our goal setting workshop. Would you say that word of the year replaces goal setting or do you think it kind of goes hand in hand together? I really believe it goes hand in hand. So let me give you an example. Um, in 2015 Uh, I chose
2: the word, I guess it was, I chose the word renew. And what I was going through in my life at that time is that my marriage was falling apart and I wasn't sure what was going to happen in the next year. I had made some commitments to myself. I had made some verbal commitments to my husband and The I really latched onto the word renew, and I focused on the definition, and the definition, and I and I made a little graphic for myself, and I followed it all year long, because renew says to make like new, restore to freshness, vigor, perfection, to make new spiritually, to make extensive changes in, to begin again, Mm -hmm. and so I really kept, and I, I mean some people might use the word mantra, I really kept that word in front of me at all times. So as I'm like, not knowing, I really don't know how this year is going to go. Am I going to be married at the end of this year? I do not know. This is a very rough season. But what I do know is that some, if I, I always kept the word renew in mind and just thought beginning again, I don't know what that means for me right now. It could mean the rebirth of my relationship with my, my spouse maybe this is going to survive and go. maybe i'm going to have to begin again as a single mom. when i focused on making things new in my own life by going to counseling, by going to celebrate recovery, by doing things again that word was in my mind because it was like this is this is an um you can set so for me it was like the goals would come down to i i need to really get myself right in this area. I need to work on this part of myself. I need to be better physically. I need to make date nights a priority. So those could be goals, but the overarching word for me was renew always with that thought in mind of, I am working to bring newness to this. I am, you know, I'm not sure what that looks like, but I am going to continue to keep that in mind. So I, that that's an example. I think they do go hand in hand. Um, one year I chose the word aligned. And again, I wrote down the definite. I, I said on my little graphic, aligned with God's plan, with my purpose and with our family goals. So my husband and I set very large financial goals that year and everything I did, I really kind of recircled back around to the word aligned. Is this choice I'm making aligned with God's plan for my life, with my purpose, and with our family goals? And if it's not, then okay, I'm going to move on. So the, uh, the word really helped shape the goals and shape the, act, the, the little everyday actions,
0: so would you say that it's important to set a word of the year before your goals, or is this something that comes after your goals have been set and you feel like it's like a common thread? You know, that is a great question for me. I like to choose it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so
2: one year I chose the word saver. And I think Jesse and I talked about this. I remember this that year that mm-hmm. I had um, a, a baby. And I knew he was my last. I knew I was working full time. And I said, you know, I really want to savor the moments. Like it was just this feeling of like, this is what the focus needs to be this year. Right. And so once you have that focus, then maybe you can set those other goals in there. Like we're going to make playdates happen every week. We are going to make family movie nights happen. We are going to, um, you know, go on a summer vacation somewhere. So for me, it has been easier to set a word of the year because that's the overall intention that I want my year to look like. And then all of the goals and all of my actions within that year um, are just kind of held up to
1: that measuring stick.
0: I like that.
2: So
1: you said that you had the word of the year kind of in your personal life before you had it in your professional life mm-hmm. do you set one word of the year that kind of overarches both areas or do you set one for each area i
2: would say uh, to me my life encompasses the professional now uh, where as it didn't before you know i, was, I did not work uh, full time so now my word does encompass my whole life so using aligned for example if you know, with our family goals, if our family goals are to like, have more family time, I'm going to say no to additional opportunities outside of that, even in a professional sphere. Um, last year, I chose and in like the word saver, you know, it's a lot of times I've found that that actually helps me in my professional life, because I uh, I'm an Enneagram three who just keeps going and, you know, and you just choosing the focus allows me to revisit that and say, no, I'm not going to do that because it's not in alignment with what I want my focus for this year to be. And so last year, my word was, um, I actually broke my own rule. My word was be still. Um, and I, no. know, no, it was 2020. It wasn't last year.
0: Uh, but anyway, it was I know because I was gonna get to that. I snooped through your previous you did, emails and I know yeah. your word for this year. <laughs> uh, uh you don't know my word for twenty two. No, no, no. I Not mean, for twenty two, but today, for twenty twenty one I do. Yeah, twenty
2: twenty one was breathe. Breathe. Um yeah. and that was really a lot, um, you know, to to finish off the be still, but you know, didn't God just cut me out at the knees on that one? Like my word was be still, and we went into a pandemic. So I was like, all right, I learned my lesson on that one. You know, like I was forced to be still.
0: You Uh, asked for it. I was forced to stay home. Yeah. Sometimes we need Um, that extra push though.
2: I know. I just thought it was funny. I got to the end of the year and went, oh yeah. Okay. I didn't really even have to focus on that word because it just (laughs) happened. You know, it just happened. But at the same time, you know, it was a recognition in me that I've been going too fast the year before. Mm-hmm. I've been crazy. And I was just like, you need to stop and sit for a minute. You need to be okay with where you're at in life. You need to not push it. And so from that standpoint, it was like, okay, if that is how I want my life to be, if that is, if, if I recognize that I'm doing too much and I need to just chill for a second, when additional opportunities come along, whether per- personal or professional, it." then allows me to have a little, like feel Mm guilt-free already have made the decision that I need to be still. And so when something comes along, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm going to pass on that because I've already made a conscious effort that this year, this is my focus and I need to stay in that zone.
0: So would you say you filter things that happen in your life and opportunities that come about? you know, you filter it through your word of the year filter. That is such a great word. Um, I, I think that's exactly how I
2: look at it, that I, I like to revisit that word throughout the year. And that's why it's, it's not a, you know, you can't fail at it. You can't, you know, it's not something you can like, yeah, crush that goal. Or, you know, you can't fail and quit because it's just a filter. It is just how you look at life.
0: If you're enjoying this candid chat, you can get early access, exclusive content, and more by supporting us on Patreon. Simply visit patreon.com forward slash marketingmoms. Now, back to the show.
2: Interesting. So so you snooped. So 21. Yes. <laughs> you're like, 21 was um, breathe. breathe. Mm-hmm. That was- uh, How did that, that, that go for you? For breathe. Um, and- we were just coming out of a pandemic. My father passed away in January. So at the beginning of the year, when I chose this, word, we were going through, you know, his, the last days um, I had struggled with anxiety and depression throughout 2020 due to the pandemic. And so there was just a lot of feelings going on and a lot of, You know, a lot of personal things and a lot of professional things, and so I really chose the word breathe because I can't control everything, right? Like I can't control what's happening to my dad. I can't, you know, I'm working with my doctors on the other things, and I'm experiencing extreme anxiety. But what I can do is just breathe, just take a minute and breathe, like it, you know, in trying to find those spaces. To give myself that grace. And that's why I found that word so beautiful for me for the year, because that's not my natural inclination. But again, it's the filter and the focus Mm -hmm. that every day it's not a pass fail. Like, I'm proud of you, Sarah, for getting out of bed today, you know? And right now, just breathe. That's all, you know, that's all I need you to do today is just breathe. And so that was really my, um, that's why I chose that word that year. And it continued to, I would just revisit it throughout the year. Like just breathe. It's going to be okay. Just breathe, you know, through
1: it. So I always look forward to your word of the year bundle coming out because I think it's really great to help work through and, and define that. And it comes with all kinds of fun stuff. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that bundle and how it works and what it has in it.
2: Oh, sure. Um, So my word of the year bundle, I call it the ultimate success bundle, which I probably now I'm saying all this. I'm like, I can't, it's not success. Okay. But (laughs) um, there's a list, I've gathered up like over 200 of the most popular words that I've seen other people use. I've used, you know, like they're really amazing, solid words. So if you're not sure What you want your focus to be, I'll give you like 200 to look through. One of them is going to speak to you. I just know that it will. Um, So you've got this list of words to choose from. I include a workshop on how to choose that word. Okay. So you've got the workshop, how to choose it. You've got all these different words to choose from. And then on top of it, I really kind of give you the resources on the back end. So if you choose a word such as renew, um, I'm also going to give you graphic templates um, and some kind of sayings or a Bible verse or something, a quote for each word that goes along with it. So if you select the word renew, you're also going to get graphics that you can put on your phone, that you can put on your desktop, that you can... Um, I love making magnets and putting them on my fridge. Like oh, you can yeah. order them through it's Shutterfly to or something like that. I have all my word of the years on my fridge and I just walk by and I'll, and I'll see it here. Right. It's just, it's just a reminder. It's, it's just a focus, a filter. Um, so you'll get all the graphics as well as, and the inspiration that goes with that word. So Uh, And then once you have it, you have it. You can revisit it every year if you like, you know, like go back to the list and choose a new one. So um, yeah, you can find that at wordoftheyear.co and the whole thing is there.
0: It's I think $27, super cheap. Here you go. I was going to ask you about that, uh, how you consistently remind yourself or revisit that word of the year and so you just kind of mentioned it the magnets Mm -hmm. the uh, phone wallpaper the desktop wallpaper I'm sure you can even print it out and just have it there by your desk Mm -hmm. Um, in fact one year our listeners know that Angela and I like to exchange Christmas gifts and we also love the power sheets from cultivate what matters and they do have us pick a word of the year along with our goals And a few years back, my word was useful. I wanted to know if my feelings, my thoughts, my actions, everything I did was useful, including my self-talk, right? Was my self-talk useful to myself? Well, anyway, Angela sent me for Christmas this wooden cutout of the word useful. It's still sitting up here in front of me um, above my my bulletin board. And I just love that because I can, can, it's just more permanent than even just a piece of paper. That's why I love your magnets because that wooden thing is not going anywhere. I'm not going to throw something like that away. And yet I can continue to remember, Hey, I want to make sure things are useful. In my life. I love that idea, Angela. Can I steal it? Can I Absolutely. Some to some friends? I mean, I'm sure you did that on what, like Etsy? Etsy is yeah. the coolest. I'm mean, to like, go on coolest.
2: Etsy and find something. That's amazing. I love that idea. That's fantastic. Well, have you ladies chosen your twenty-two word of the year?
0: I have not. I have not done my power sheets yet. I'm I'm more of the person that likes to wait until like the last week of the year which this might be coming out around around now just i mean but our listeners know we like to record a couple of weeks ahead of time but yes i have not chosen my my word yet angela
1: i have not i have definitely been thinking about it though because our family things have changed. Sarah will know this. She has lots of kids and some of them are older than mine, but we have suddenly hit that time period where all of the kids have stuff that they're doing outside of school, which up until this year wasn't really a thing. Um, But now they're all old enough that they all have stuff. So it's like almost every day after school, they have something they have to do. And I have found myself suddenly much busier than I have ever been in the past with different things. So I have definitely been thinking about how that's going to affect our life next year. And, you know, choosing a word of the year to help kind of filter decisions that we make for activities and things like that through there and making sure that we keep that balance for our family. I
2: love that idea. I love that you recognize that already. So that makes me, that, that just makes me happy because I think that that encompasses, you know, personal, professional, just knowing what season of life you're in. And then knowing what your emphasis should be as a mom during that season, yeah. can I share with you what my 2022? I was just going to say
0: is? I know you have your 2022. <laughs> Please share with our audience what what is it?
2: I am. Uh, first off, I have to say I generally never reveal it early. People it drives people bananas. But um, and I generally choose it late, right? But I was with a group of friends. Uh, in August, it was in August and somebody spoke a a Bible verse to me and I went, Oh, that's my word of the year. That's my word of the year. So my 2022 word of the year is abundant Mm -hmm. because I have worked uh, over the last year, uh, last several years, my husband and I have worked very hard to get out of debt and, um, This year I spent some time trying to set up even additional like money systems and um, took a class on, I took some training on money mindset and I'm just really working on allowing myself to celebrate, like, you know, and not just penny pinch all the time. That's how I grew up. My husband grew up poor. I grew up poor and, and, and a lot of mindset issues for me and I've been working on them. And my friend quoted me the verse that's, you know, that Jesus says, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And it so spoke to me because I know that it's something that it it felt like a release. Like God has given me all these things and it is okay. It is okay that you enjoy them, Sarah, like I have come to have life and that you might have it more abundantly. And so my word of the year is abundant because I want that to be my focus to not, um, to just celebrate what season we're in to enjoy it, to be grateful for it and to not, Overlook all the goodness that is in there because it you know in focus, and so I always like to choose kind of a quote or a Bible verse or a definition that goes along with the word like why I chose it, and so for me, that is my word, and that is the reason behind the word for me so um, so in keeping with that as I move forward, like that is the lens that I want to look through my life like okay, Sarah, you worked really hard and you have that money in the bank. Like it's okay to maybe buy some new bath towels. Like
1: that's okay.
0: Like, you you know, live your rich life,
2: Sarah. I know.
0: I just did the same thing about a month ago. I bought new bath towels. Why is it so hard? Because we don't like doing something for ourselves.
1: Yes. And especially if you have, gone through that season of being very broke and being in debt. Um, my husband and I call it poverty PTSD, Oh, yeah. where you know that you need something and you know, you have the money, but it's really hard to make yourself spend it because you have that underlying fear of like, well, but what if I need something else? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't have that. And yeah, that's, that's the thing we've worked on too, where it's like, no, you have the money, you can buy the bath towels. It's going to be fine.
2: It's going to be yeah. okay, Angela. Yes. Yeah. I have that talk with myself all the time and it's something that I'm working on. And so I'm trying to actively embrace it, focus on it, celebrate it, work on it. Like, you know um my husband and I just sell it, had our anniversary getaway last weekend and we went out to dinner and I just literally went in with the thinking of nope if i i have the money set aside we saved it
0: mm-hmm. it
2: is okay order whatever you want you know like <laughs> live your rich life sarah right, you want to order right. an appetizer you order an appetizer there you go. those are literally the conversations i have with myself but yeah. um so <laughs> Anyway, my word of the year is abundant. I am very excited to see how that plays out over the next year.
0: Yeah. So again, for those of you that are now super pumped to get your word of the year down pat, go ahead and check out Sarah's success bundle over at wordoftheyear.co. And Sarah, where are we going to be able to find you on social media?
2: Instagram is the best place to connect with me. You can find me over there at the Sarah Morrison. Can't wait.
1: Awesome. And by the time this comes out, Jesse and I will probably have picked our word of the year. So we will be sure to share those with you as well. Oh, Oh, definitely on our
0: Instagram as well.
2: Yes. (laughs) Everybody, if you, if you listen to this, come over, DM me, let me know what your word of the year is. I would be love to hear what they are.
0: Thank you again so much, Sarah, for joining us. It has been an absolute pleasure. And I am now super pumped to go pick my word of the year. What about you, Angela?
1: Oh, absolutely. I can't wait. Yeah.
0: Thank you, ladies, so much for having me. All right. Thank you so much, Sarah. We'll talk soon. I hope that you enjoyed listening to our conversation with Sarah as much as Angela and I had recording it. It was such a pleasure. Your task this week, your challenge is to pick a word of the year. So sit down, really think about that thread in your life that you want to carry on into the new year. And if you need some help, again, be sure to check out Sarah's wordoftheyear.co. That's wordoftheyear.co. And again, she has like over 200 words to help you get started and deciding your path. So Pick your word of the year and then let us know, uh, DM us on Instagram or let us know when we post ours as well. We can't wait to hear what you've got. Until then, we'll see you next week.
1: Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time.
0: If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to
1: spend even more time with us, visit MarketingMomsPodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect.
0: Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book, now available on Amazon.